The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. to the New England Society of Geeks podcast, the first episode of the new year of 2023. And so for that, we are going to be doing another episode of the Monthly Comics Cast, which means, of course, that I have gathered together with me my favorite group of super friends, or at least the ones I could get a hold of uh, at the moment. And <laughs> so, that means, of course, we have the cosmic comic guru, Dario. What's up, Dario? Are we the League of Substitute Podcasters now? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to write that down so I don't forget it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. That, was that a good make, comic. Yeah. That make Dario Polar Boy. <laughs> and of course, I think that, I'd rather be Polar Boy than Stone Boy. <laughs> that was the voice of the world's greatest sidekick, Paul. What's up, Paul? Not so much, buddy. And joining us once again is our newest member of the league, and that is the defender of the Secret Wars, John. Hey, John, how's it going? Hello, all. Good, you? Yeah, not bad. I feel like uh, I feel like I haven't seen you guys in ages, even though. Paul and John and I were just playing Dungeons and Dragons earlier today. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Dungeons and Dragons, scandalous. I know. Ooh, satanic. <laughs> you're just jealous. You're, Dario, you're always welcome to join our game. And not in the satanic cults. <laughs> you will be. I'm sure you're a level 18 wizard. You will be. Wait a minute. You, you said... Satanic, uh, don't you? Aren't you Catholic? Me? Well, I was raised yeah. Catholic. <laughs> What's the difference? That, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> happy New Year, everyone! Happy uh, New Year! Yeah. And happy New Year! Uh, happy New Year. And uh, let's uh, let's jump into things, shall we? And for that, we're going to start by getting into our recommendation section. And that, of course, is where we each pick a couple of books that we wish to give recommendations on. It could be a good recommendation or a bad recommendation. Uh, And it could be a recommendation to throw the book over your shoulder, a la Paul. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's trash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, for this, we 
we will start with the new year and uh i'm starting off the new year right with actually having a couple of books to recommend uh so why don't i go first this is already a better year (laughs) it is a new year (laughs) (laughs) it's a christmas miracle (laughs) (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) Sorry, I yelled in that. <laughs> and, the, um, and no big surprise here for anybody that knows that I also host a Star Wars podcast called Wookie Radio. Uh, light plug. Check out Wookie Radio on the Weeby Ge- Geeks Network. And to, to hear me talk about Star Wars and stuff, John loves it. And <laughs> Very good podcast. I listen to it all the time. Oh, thanks. Sometimes uh, I listen to them twice in a row. Whoa, hey, you don't have to go over, boy. <laughs> John, the, John, there's a limit between butt kissing and butt chafing, so keep that in mind. <laughs> so, right, my, right. my first book is that I'm going to recommend is Star Wars Yoda, number one. Ooh. Star Wars Yoda. Ooh, wow. Number one. Yes. And, um, Star Wars Yoda number one was written by Kevin Scott, drawn by Nico Leone. Uh, color artist is I'm gonna mess this this one up. Uh, Dono Sanchez Almara and letters. Hey, VCs Joe Caramanga. I know him. <laughs> and um so <laughs> it's basically a series about um, uh oh uh oh yeah Yoda. <laughs> so it tells <laughs> it's God. it starts off with Yoda on Dagobah and he's in his little hut there. Um he's like meditating or whatever and somebody is is speaking to him in what appears to be a ghostly voice and uh, trying to get Yoda's attention. And Yoda keeps basically telling him to uh, go away. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk. And, <laughs> and then it jumps into a memory of Yoda's of when, when he was younger, back when the back, before the Clone Wars, when the Jedi Council was around, and uh, he went to this planet called Turak, and there was people there that were being attacked by raiders, and he helped them, he saved them, and then he decided to stay and live with them for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) So, um, as far as a first issue goes it was alright, it was kind of a basic first issue, you know you get introduced to the story and everything and, you know uh, another people being attacked by raiders uh, typical stuff, you know it's kind Did of they like, place it in the timeline? Was it before the tri- the prequels? Was it after yeah, the prequels? They didn't say that it was that, that young they didn't exactly give a time for it, um, other than a long time ago. But oh, in the galaxy, far, far away. It doesn't say that, but you know, very far away. 
but it does have it start you know it starts off with the little pe- the people getting attacked and then it goes to um the Jedi council where they're discussing uh these people that sent out an SOS message and you know they're arguing about oh should we help them or is there bigger things and then Yoda says I'm going I'll take care of it so it it doesn't was specify. he was he seated on the council council or was he standing in front of him? Neither. He was kind of standing off to the side. So I don't know. It's hard to say exactly. They're probably keeping him vague for a reason. Yeah, probably. So I I mean, as far as first issues go, it's kind of basic and standard, but it's it's Yoda. So it'll be nice to you know. It'll be nice to get some more stories on Yoda. He's still kind of a mystery character in a lot of ways. So, do we know if yeah. this is an ongoing or a miniseries? It, it, I believe it's a miniseries, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. It looks ongoing. I don't know. Or it could be ongoing. I'm not sure. I picked up the first couple of issues, and it doesn't seem to say one way or the other. Yeah. Usually, sometimes the only way to tell is when I scan it at the register, it'll say one of four however, however or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hate, I wish they just, I wish they'd go back to doing that. Just put how many, if it's a mini series, put how many yeah. issues it is on the cover. One of four, one of six, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my recommendation. But I have two here and I, thought, I can't see any indication. My recommendation for the book is, if you're a big Star Wars fan, if you're a Yoda fan, of course, read it. You're going to read it. Um, If not, I don't really see why you would care much, but there you go. Check it out. So, moving on to my next recommendation. It is, oh, would you look at that? It's another Star Wars book. It is Star Wars. Revelations. (laughs) Revelations. <laughs> and basically, Star Wars Revelations is a one-shot. It's kind of a preview of their next big storyline, Hidden Empire. And it's basically a bunch of glimpses into what's going to be happening in all the various books, told in a story format, as a, this creature um, called... The Eye of Webbish Bog, uh, giving Darth Vader all these glimpses of what will be happening in the future. So, <sighs> with that, it's a little, I found it a little confusing the way they did it, but it's all right. It, you know, it gives you a little glimpse into what's coming up. So, you know, again, if you're a Star Wars fan, check it out. Um, if you're interested in not, not required reading, though, right? no, not required reading at all. So, you know, if you want to, the artwork's not bad. Oh, I forgot to tell the creative team on it, <clears throat> didn't I? Didn't I? Because yeah, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the creative team is, uh, why do I hate when they don't put it on the first page? <laughs> right, the last page. Try the middle of the book. <laughs> I know, right? Lately, that's actually hey, back cover. It's on the front cover, sort of, because <laughs> I know it has. So it has a bunch of different art. Like it, it's one of those ones where a different artist does. It's all splash pages, and the different artist does every page. Well, it's not all splash pages, but mm-hmm. so it was written by Mark Guggenheim, 
Um, and of course, since I can't find the actual <coughs> title page, I can't see the full name of all the artists. So, oh, here we go. It is on the last page of the book. <sighs> okay. <I'm>, <laughs> follows right. Mark, As Gu- always. <laughs> Mark Guggenheim, writer, artists, uh, first team, Salvador La Roca or La Rocha and Guru EFX. Uh, next team, Perez, Per Perez and Dono Sanchez Almara. Oh, that is, who did the order book? <laughs> um, then it's Emma Kubert, Wayne Foucher and Dono Sanchez Almara. Then it's Justin Mason and Dono Sanchez Almara. And then it's Paul Fry and Dono Sanchez Almara. I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> Those are all the different artists. Uh, Phil Noto, cover artist. I love Phil Noto. <coughs> and letters by VCs Ariana Maher. So there you go. So if it is not required reading, but if you're interested in getting a little taste of what's coming up, you can check it out. Um, I like the the various artists did a pretty good job on the book. And the story is a little kind of all over the place because of what it is. But uh, yeah, there you go. So that's Marvel my Marvel does that every year with their, with their Kang's, like Kang book, Timeless. So it's, oh, right. Yeah. I know what you mean. This is like the second year in a row I've done that. <clears throat> so let me ask you something about the Star Wars universe of comics. Because mm-hmm. you guys both read them, right? Mm-hmm. You read, yep. You read the core Star Wars book? Mm-hmm. Yes. I do. Yeah. The only one I read is Vader. But so every volume happens like after a movie, right? Mm-hmm. So they did they did the first volume was between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, right? Mm-hmm. No. I, I didn't have to I'd have to read it again. I can't remember. So the first volume goes all the way up to Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Right. And the second volume, this is where I don't know. The second volume happens after Empire Strikes Back, right? Yes. So where's Han? Is he, is he, is he just not in the book? Yes. He's, uh, once in a while, they show him on a, a wall. Sometimes yeah. he's yeah, in actually, flashbacks. Yeah, they do. Once in a while. Um, he's mentioned, you know, obviously they're looking for him. There was, uh, a uh, couple of issues. It was during the Bounty Hunter Wars where he was being put uh-huh. up for auction. Yeah, I remember and, that. That's uh, what it was. It was like, it was yeah, I was like, oh, oh, right. Han Solo made an appearance in this issue. You know, <laughs> there he is all on display for everybody to see, and they're all bidding on him. Yeah, so he's that's the way he appears in this series. So it's a lot more Lando then, right? Or no? Yes. 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 Okay. More Lando. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, he chilled up. So he was, on a, he was on a cover. Lando? Yeah. No, Han. Oh, Han. Han yeah. And I know they're yeah. giving the, the the woman who plays to be his wife her own series coming up. Yeah. Sana, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, for the Hidden Empire. No, yeah. she's getting her own series. I think. No, a Hidden Empire. Oh. That's Kira. Um, oh, okay. I'm getting it confused. 
Sana's been more in the Doctor Afra books. She's in she's in Doctor yeah. Afra. She yeah. she was in Star Wars first, and then she now she's a, like a sidekick to Doctor Afra. I don't know if that's the right term. Um, but she's getting other galaxy's greatest sidekick. Any series or ongoing series? Who? <laughs> I said the galaxy's greatest sidekick. Oh, Paul. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that's so. That's it for my recommendations. Who would like to go next? How about you, Dario? Okay, so <laughs> I don't have the books in front of me, but these are two books that I've read oh. recently. I know I've read more than this. And I'm also going to talk about this comics I've been collecting because I've been buying a lot of crap lately. Did I already talk about Justice Society of America No. 1? Did we talk about that last time or did we just talk about Stargirl, Paul? Uh, all we do is talk about Stargirl. Did you read Justice Society of America No. 1? And we talked about the, the lost children. Right, okay. So I read Justice Society of America number one. So I haven't I haven't read it yet. If I'll I'll I'll, I'll try to be not spoiler free here. So it's got Huntress in it. Uh, it focuses right. primarily on her, I think, as the main character. And for those people who don't know who Huntress is, she's a pretty confusing character. Uh, originally conceived as being the, the daughter of Batman and Catwoman on Earth two. When they had to do all the all the different reboots over the course of like the last twenty five years, she's been all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but now she's back as being the daughter of Batman and Catwoman. I don't know what universe she's from, but she's back as being that. It's Earth Two. Um, I don't know if it's on Earth Two because it's very confusing. In issue one, she is leading the the next generation of Justice Society of America. Um, that's got Power Girl on it. And a number of members that you wouldn't expect to be on the Justice Society of America. Um, a lot of people that are redeemed. So I'll just kind of like leave it at that. And um, a lot of people are questioning that the, the team roster, ro- ro- roster, the team roster. Um, some people think that Power Girl and Huntress are worth being on the team, but the other people are not worth being on the team. Um, and it's done by. Let's look at the creative team. So it's written by Jeff Johns, and it's drawn by Mikkel Janin, J-A-N-I-N, who's our novels. And a good thing, one of the cool things I like about this book is whenever um, they flash back to the classic Justice Society, they have, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name right now? The other artist do it, the guy who originally worked on Justice Society. Um, it'll come to me. Um, but... So when they even just do a panel or if there's like uh, somebody holding up a newspaper, they have that other artist draw these characters, which I think is neat. Not uh, Jerry Odd way, is it? That's it. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love his art. I don't know why I forgot his name. Uh, but anyway, so when they do the flashbacks, it's his art. Um, and the timekeepers are heavily involved. There's a lot of time stuff happening in this and time usually, I feel time, time travel and everything is kind of, a crutch and I don't always love it. It can mm. be done really well. It can be done really bad. Um, <laughs> but Jeff Johns does a pretty good job with this. Like if somebody can control time and they're going to come and attack you, you would imagine that they're going to win. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Cronus. Right. So Jeff Johns does a good job with that. I mean, he, he writes this fight like between this time guy and the justice society. Like it's no fight. It's like he shows up and he's like, Hey, guess what? I've already won. <laughs> Um, but it's it's got a good cliffhanger on it. I love the creative team. I love the I love the characters in general. 
Um, I feel like for new readers, it could be pretty confusing because it looks like they're dipping into all the other alternate universes. So oh, no. you have to be ready to go on that ride and kind of know your history. Don't don't even tell me maybe it's Captain Carrot. Oh God! If there is, I'll be so happy. He's the best. <laughs> Captain Carrot, I have the whole run. Mm-hmm. He's the best. Um, right. And you said sorry that you said I Huntress high was, grade, high recommendation. You said Huntress was the leader, or just yeah, Huntress. Man? She's the lead. Well, she's the leader of the Justice Society of America for this issue. I don't know if she's going to remain the leader for obvious reasons. Oh, you have to read read the book. So you recommend reading it? Reading is it's gonna be a hunt. Yeah, it's gonna no, be just Hey, it's gonna be the Huntress versus Guy Ghana. It'll be one hunt. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, they're writing it really well. I mean, she's got the attitude of Batman and the attitude of Catwoman, so she's perfect. Well, so far, even in just this one issue, I love the way they're written. And when they, when Jeff Johns teased her character in the prequel book that came out last month, and they were like writing about her as a little kid. It was was perfect, I thought. So, recommendation on that. The next thing I read was the last issue of A Nice House on the Lake, which I know I've mentioned this book in the past. A Nice House on the Lake. It's written by James Tynan. Nice House on the Lake, issue number 12. Of a 12-issue miniseries, or maxi-series. Would you call it a maxi-series? I'll call it a maxi-series. Yeah, I believe that's how they refer to it. If it's 12-issue, call it maxi. Yeah. So it's written by James Tynan. Driving a Mackie pad. Oh, James Tynan. I know. And the fourth, the artist is of Alvaro Martinez Bueno. The colorist is Jorge Belarer. What? Belarer is (laughs) Anne World Design. I've loved this book. One of the things I love about this book is all the cover. The cover art is stunning. Uh, Every and I know I mentioned this when I reviewed it last time. Every image is one of the members of the people that are in the house in a in a situation like they would be, like standing in the kitchen or sitting in a sauna or lying on a couch. But it looks like they're in a totally dark room and somebody took a picture with a flash. So it's just a the light source is just that flash. Uh, but everything around them is end of the world scenarios. Like the picture of the lady in the in the kitchen, she's like standing at the fridge and there's nothing but rats everywhere. And then there's a and then there's the lady on the couch. She's like lying on the couch, and everything's covered in ash except for the footprints of like leading up to the couch. And then the guy in the sauna, he's just sitting in the sauna, and it's just like instead of water, it's just blood. Um, so these covers are amazing. Um, but it's about alien invasion, aliens conquering the world, and ten people that have been picked, that have been friends their whole lives, or at least known each other for their whole lives, and dropped into this idyllic situation where they have to figure shit out and live knowing that the earth that, that the human race has just been killed it's really interesting um, mm-hmm. and it turns out that issue 12 is not the end of the storyline because it says to be continued in volume 2 so uh-huh. it's going to go again uh-huh. high recommendations I don't know many people that have read this book that haven't loved it it's a little weird it's on the alien side of things because they can do alien things um, that aren't truly humanoid. Like when we try, hmm. try and see them in their real form, they're just like a, like a swirling mass of everything, um, but they can appear in a humanoid form too. But it's worth it. They touch on a lot of real like down-to-earth details, just human interaction between each other. And then, you know, when you're in a situation that you can't handle, you know, people got to either chill out and just move on 
or go to the other extreme and freak out and stop fucking killing people. <laughs> and that's kind of what happens. <laughs> high recommendation. All right. High recommendation. Then, nice. Yeah. And then, um, so other stuff I read on a regular basis, like every month I get Nights at the Dinner Table and I read that, which is one of my favorite books. It's a oh, set. Yeah. The satire of comic of of the role playing community by John Blackburn, and it's hitting issue three hundred this month, and that's a yep. big number. The creative team yeah. hasn't changed in that it long. That be my block. That's too. a that could be a record, right? It is. It is going to be a record. Um, he's going to be he's going to be Cerebus for continuous Cerebus, huh? Pub, like like publication and team, um, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know if it's considered a comic, so I don't think it's going to actually win any real awards. I think it's it's considered a, a gaming magazine now, even though the first oh. half of it is a comic strip. But hmm. uh, and then I've been buying a lot of really cool back issues. I've been buying a lot of really cool back issues. I went to the store the other day and I was just digging around for random crap, and I was like, oh, you know what? I might need I might need some issues of Gru. And you guys know who Gru the Wanderer is? Oh yeah, right. So I go to the I go to the EC run, and I'm like, all right, I have issue one. I think I have issue two. And I'm digging around, and I pull issue six. And I look at it, and there's a tag on it. It says it's $6, and then right above it, it says signed. And I'm like, Ooh. no way, this is a signed. I took it out of bag, and there's a beautiful signature right along the bottom of it, and like a little little doodle. And I'm like, six bucks, hell yeah, I'm buying that. <laughs> Take it home. <laughs> <laughs> I found that in the Worcester store. Oh, nice. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I went up to the register and I'm like, I'm like, this is signed, and they're like, oh, this is probably worth more. I'm like, I know it probably is. Six dollars, please. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I don't remember the details, but I believe there's supposed to be a new crew book coming out this year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He puts on something every year, I think. I think so. I know he did Groove versus Conan like two years ago, maybe three years ago, and I think last year, the year before that, he did Groove Groove meets Tarzan. <laughs> which is really cool because he does all the Gru stuff and all the characters from that universe. And then the people that do Tarzan or Conan in the Conan book is done by, uh, he's the artist who worked on saga of swamp thing. The second run, he's not Bernie Wrightinson, but I find out his name, saga swamp thing. Uh, swamp thing. Anyway, it's really good. It's actually done really, really well. Uh, one. And that's it for my reviews. All right. Then let's move on to Paul. What do you got, Paul? All right, guys. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I know you I know you, you can't see it. Well, that's a shame. But I got um Action Comics ten fifty. Oh. Oh a new, a new era rises. It's <laughs> almost like it's almost like a um like a number one. It's sort of like a preview book of what what to be expected of the year. I was going to talk about that book, but you know what? That book's a pile of trash. Mm. <laughs> wow! So who's the creative team? Everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, another- look at that! It's the second. It's the second page in. <laughs> There's like so many people who worked on that book. Is that? Wonder if that's why it's trash. Well, so there's like there's like one artist who does it, who draws it like like manga. So Superman punches a guy, and he's like all stretched out and just kind of distorted, and it's oh, it's so terrible, <laughs> so bad. Uh, 
All right. The writers are multiple writers too. Oh boy. Yeah. Yep. Philip Kennedy Johnson and Tom Taylor. Joshua Williamson. The artist is Mike Perkins, Clayton Henry, and Nick Dragata. The colorist is Frank Martin. Uh, the letterer is Dave Sharp. And the cover is done by Steve Beach. Um, yeah, like I said, it's like it's just basically like a number one, or like a preview of what's coming for the uh, for the um, yeah. Tell them what the most important thing is, though. <laughs> Metallo, Metallo gets a new body. No, that's not the most important thing. Oh boy. <laughs> They reset his secret identity. So his, his secret identity oh, has been going to the world for like the past two years. Wow. Luthor did that, though. Yeah, it's dumb. Stupid. How did... How? Plus they put... Plus they killed... Plus they killed... Uh, he killed... um. What's his name? Manchester Black. Manchester Black. So do you guys know who Manchester Black is? That sounds so there's a. He was a he was a group of he was a group of villainous heroes that went up against Superman years ago. It was a story written by Grant Morrison. Paul, do you remember the name of their team? The Antitrust. Was it the Authority? Yeah. They were called oh the authority. yes, yes. Oh, the Authority. So Manchester Black's power is extreme mental, uh, mental well, mind control, mind control kind of a thing. Mind control. Yeah. So Luther hooked him up to a machine. Cranked it up to eleven, and made and made him use his power to make the entire world forget that Superman was Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Get out of here! So if everybody, if you, back, if you if you looked at a news report that said Clark Kent is Superman, you would just see a blank piece of paper or right. something else entirely, right? So How everyone convenient forgets. Uh, and if you do remember Except, for any reason, you have a stroke. Now my my problem with that is they how did they know that. They were going to do that because there was a dome over the farm that only so his parents know who he is, Lois knows who he is, and that's it. And John, his son, his son knows who he is, and his son's boyfriend or whatever. So the convenient people still remember who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why I hate comics sometimes, mm-hmm. they have to rewrite this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like a brand new day with Spider Man, but instead of using Satan, they used they used Luther's mind control. So we having so they were having dinner at dinner and they invited Perry. Perry comes over and they're they're all talking and and Superman and John is out fixing like a dam, I wanna say in Tibet before they were like halfway across the world, so they come whooshing back. And they're like, well, sorry, we're late. And Perry's standing there, and, and, they, and it causes him to have a stroke. The Superman's standing there, and he doesn't remember that Superman is Clark. <laughs> and that's what, that's what kicks it all off. Um, then they had, they had to have their Superman versus Lex Luthor fight in space. <laughs> One of the things but, that they do is they, they're going to make Superman extraordinarily powerful again. Like when he's fighting Luther, Luther yeah. teleports him to the other side of the galaxy or something. And then Superman's like back and like, a right back, like almost like, 
he used boom tubes. Right. Yeah, he's back. And he's like, oh, you don't understand. I'm so powerful now that concepts like time and space no longer mean anything to me. What? <laughs> Those are almost his exact words. Uh, <laughs> it's right. Wait, I got it. I got it right here. Hold on. Uh, he goes. I got it right here, guys. Hold on. Yeah, he says, he says, in moments I can cross distances that cease to, to be distant. And I don't need, I don't need your little, I don't need your little metal suits or your <laughs> ray guns to do it. So the whole family of Superman books sounds like it's going to be interesting coming up, mm. but I don't like how they set this up. I mean, they're basically resetting it so he can have a secret identity again. Action Comics is going to be a anthology book that's going to have all the members are going to have stories. So Superboy, Supergirl, all that crap's going to happen. Mm. Superman will oh. be his own book. Superman will be in Superman will be in Action Comics in Superman because it's that in Superman in in a couple of months. They're gonna give uh, John his own book in Adventures. John, you getting your own book? Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> uh, Supergirl have her own book. <laughs> They're um. I think they aren't they bringing back Doom Patrol too? Yeah, a lot of stuff is coming out of this Lazarus. Yeah, storyline. Would you yeah. recommend that Superman book or not? I do. You're better man than me. <laughs> I like Superman a lot. That particular issue is a pile of trash. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of it was kind of cool to see uh, uh, Metallo Metallo in a in a new body. So that was the best story, and that's the continuation of something they've been doing in, in action. The art, the art team is great on that, and I don't know who the writer is for that segment, but that was the best part. So really? the towel thing, I give you that. That was really good. Mm. Yeah, um, I would, I would recommend it. Dario wouldn't. So it, it's a hit or miss. So it, it all depends if you're like a diehard fanatic. <laughs> And that's the only review I had. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, that was enlightening. <laughs> John, what do you got? So I have a few books. Uh, I was talking to Paul about this earlier, but there's a uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths issue seven. It's like a George Perez tribute cover. Mm-hmm. I love and, that piece. Um, it's pretty good, you know, when you look at it first glance, it, you almost feel like it's a George Perez cover because of all the characters on it. And that's one of the things that George Perez is great at, was putting a whole, like, 100 characters on a cover, you know? And so I, I feel like you get that vibe. I don't know if they were going for that, but I feel like they accomplished it. And it, to be honest, like, I don't read too many DC books, but this was in my box, so I decided to read it. And I actually liked the story. Uh uh, let's see, I should probably say who the writer and artist and all that jazz is. So the script is Joshua Williamson. Uh, uh, the art is Daniel Sampre with Jack Herbert. I'm going to mess up these names, but Giuseppe Kemulu. Giuseppe! Giuseppe. <laughs> um, Giuseppe Kemulu. Rafa San- Sandova. And then the colors are done by uh, Anjandro Sanchez. Alex. Gamirez, Ramulo, Fajardo Jr., and uh, Matt Herms. Uh, letters are done by Tom, Tom Napolitino. 
<laughs> you guys can follow all that. <laughs> of course, there's like a hundred cover artists, you know. Uh, who did? Who one did of Dario's is Jerry, uh, Jerry Oddway. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on there. A whole bunch of Jim Lee, Scott Williams, Todd McFarlane, uh, Alex Ross, Walter Simons, and a whole bunch of other guys. What's that, Paul? Does it tell you? Does it tell you who did the, the tribute to George Perez? Yeah, actually, sorry, that's what I was just saying. Uh, DC celebrates George Perez, right? And then on the inside cover, they have all the names, right? There's like uh, the artist did like a certain character, like uh, the monitor and anti monitor is done by Jim Lee and Scott Williams. So that's number one. Oh, interesting. You know, number okay. two is Trigon, which is done by Todd McFarlane, so on and so forth. But oh, this. Nice. Also, oh, all the artists, all the artists picked probably got assigned certain characters and then and then they right where they said i wanted to do this character maybe you know right right like uh yeah that's cool dario dario was saying you know uh what is it uh jerry oddway is more known for his justice society of america is that right Mm -hmm. so they must have said okay you can do that because that's that's what he's credited here with you know so it's a it's a great cover you know i always find it interesting when artists work on something together, but uh, it's unusual when they're all on the same cover. Mm-hmm. I see that too often, so that's kind of neat. But the story, I thought, was pretty good. I don't know if how much you wanted me to give away here, and you guys probably, I don't follow DC much, but it's uh, Nightwing, Paul, right? You know Nightwing, yep. right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, John, keep going. So he is... Uh, I, John, no, there I seems to be a problem he, with John. There's a problem with your audio. I can't seem to hear you too well. Oh, that's uh, okay. <laughs> moving on. To, go ahead, John. <laughs> Anyways, I, I think he's he's dead in this book. Yes. Or he was dead, and he's I'm sorry, kind of like coming back to life. To, Boo. <laughs> kind of like uh, help out with this, and it seems like Deathstroke, the Terminator, is like kind of like like the. Uh, uh, guy giving everybody trouble here, you know, and, and there's a little more going on in the background that I don't quite understand, but it's kind of cool because uh, Black Adam's in it, and uh, I don't know how much you want me to give away, but Black Adam like kind of shares his powers with all the other heroes to defeat, just like Thor did in the Thor movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that reminds me. And uh, so I, um, I, real yeah, quick, kind of just liked it, you, you, know? you flick too much. <laughs> Just to, to interrupt you for one quick second, John, um, I just wanted to say that uh, I still have not seen the Black Adam movie. John, I believe you said you haven't, right? I have not, no. But uh, <laughs> while we were playing Dungeons & Dragons, my wife was in the other room watching Black Adam. She's not a big comic book fan or anything. She likes The Rock, but but she said the movie was Awful. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. I I was listening to it and it just sounded too corny in the background. I was like, oh no, I don't think I can watch this. I know, right? (laughs) It's a cinematic masterpiece, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like it? Did you like it, Dario? I didn't hate it. I don't think it was a good movie by any stretch. Right. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Okay. Don't let us. Don't let us. You know, influence your opinion. You, you like should. You should never have. Okay. You should never pay to see that movie. Watching it on 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 HBO when you're chilling out and you're like, yeah, I don't mind if I waste an hour and a half. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right listen, you seen it, right? Yeah. You just said, all right. 
Why does Hawkman need a goddamn jet? <laughs> He's always had a jet. It's the Hawk jet. The Hawk jet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it looks too much like the Blackbird from that, an, that X-Men animated show. No, you know why? It's because that's an alternate universe. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Hey, you pulled that one out of your ass, didn't you? Well, that's always the answer. <laughs> your answer is either Batman wins or it's an alternate universe. <laughs> Across the board, those always work. Right. Uh, and sometimes it's both. John, please continue. Yeah, exactly. Please continue, so, John. Yeah, you know, I was basically almost done, but if you want to know if I recommend it, yes, I recommend it. I actually I'm kind of curious about what all the other issues are about, and I might go pick them up or buy the, get the trade paperback. Oh, yeah. They, so, that's a good recommendation. Not only do you out, recommend so it. The chase. You read the last issue. That's it. Yeah, well, it, it's kind of funny. It, sometimes uh, people recommend stuff to me. This was in my... Uh, subscription box and i picked it up and i said okay let's see you know george perez like i said it was the george perez that caught my eye at first and uh uh i think the story was great and the artwork was pretty good inside so who, do, who put it in your box in worcester who knew you liked that uh well the thing is i really don't go for dc stuff too much but mm-hmm. maybe someone knew i do like george perez so i think someone must have known that i liked it so uh I don't know, maybe it was Ken or something like that. I thought maybe you or maybe Paul was trying to influence my opinion on the DC. <laughs> it's a mystery. You know, so he's, he's sending, if, he's if, sending if you were still subscribing at my store, <laughs> maybe it would have been. Yeah, John, if you hadn't but, abandoned you know, yeah, Dario's yeah, so. store. <laughs> well, he wasn't getting the nice old books anymore, you know. So, uh, run and drop. Mm-hmm. I over there. I had to go somewhere with it. It's it's you know. There's this guy that runs a YouTube channel called Lunch Money Comics. He's local-ish in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah? And his last episode, he went to the Worcester store. and Oh, really? He talked really, He talked. He gave us some good some good reviews. Hmm. Oh, he should, yeah. You guys... You guys yeah, that's because he, he so. went to the Worcester store. Hey, he said he went to oh. our store, too. But his, he said our store, store is... was good, but he said it was all video game stuff and a lot less comics. But if you think of it yeah. that way, Worcester is a huge one of comics. Yeah. Fitchburg is good, though, in its own right. You know, just like Worcester just has so much room, and, you know, they're just the, the mecca, right? They're mm. supposed to be the biggest in New England. I think they still are. I don't think there's any bigger. I mean, really? I I've never oh, seen wow. any bigger. Interesting. So. Comically speaking, I don't know. They have, a lot of, they have a lot of comics in their first floor, but I don't know if the same amount. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I've never been there, so... It's a, multiple, it's a multiple floor? I didn't know that. They have two floors. Their, their, their basement is mostly toys now, I'm told. But I haven't been there in like four or five years. Hmm. It's cool. I don't know if he still has it, but right when you walk in, he's got a huge one-to-one scale Hulk from the first Hulk movie. The very first Hulk Oh, jeez, really? Jay Lee oh, one, wow. whatever it is. Not Jay Lee. Ang Lee movie? Yeah. <laughs> Jay Lee. Uh, uh, that, that would be cool, Jay Lee. I love Jay Lee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. What else you got? I do have... I. Do have a couple of more if you want to see. This is the Mandalorian. Okay. Oh, so yeah, this yeah. Series, I wanted to get uh, that. It's uh, adapted by, by the actual series. Okay, so if you watch the television series that is on Disney, it's going to be reflect exactly what's in this comic. Oh, now, it's it's, okay. Issue six now, and I have to say, it's good reading it. You know, I enjoy it. I've already watched the episodes, but it's good to watch. Or, see the comparison you know like the writer is uh rodney barnes 
Penciler is Georges Genti. Inkers are Carl Story, Wayne Fosser. Color artist is Rochelle Rosenberg. And then the letterer is uh, VC's uh, Joe Caramanga. Oh, we all know him. Oh, you do? No, I don't know him, but there it is. <laughs> and then the uh, cover artist is Patrick Gleason and uh, Alessio Sanchez. So I have to say, you know, if you, if you like the television sh- series, you'll like this, you know, and it follows it pretty much word for word that I can tell. But if you don't want to watch <laughs> the, the show or you don't get access to it, then you can, <laughs> can read the comic. I bought, that it was, I bought that because it was the first Bill Burr in comics. What's that? You, ah. I bought that because it's the first appearance of Bill Burr in comics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways this this particular the reason why i wouldn't have usually uh brought this up but i particularly like this episode because this is the prison break oh That's great yes 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 uh they cut the the episode is chapter six the prisoner and you know they say they must have said to him okay you know we're gonna have mando help us out he's gonna release our friend here and then you know put him in put him into prison when you're done because we don't need them. I, I don't know why they want to do that, but and they do it. And then he gets out of the prison. And then he puts them in the prison in the end. Or you know, you don't see it, but his line is, uh, "The guy said, oh, did you kill them all?'" And he says, "They got what they deserve." And you know, so you think, "Oh, okay, he's killed them all." And then in the last scene of the show, you know, he flies off and he's free, and you see them all in the cell together, like, "What the hell?" this happened to us you know how did this guy beat us he was in the cell and now we're in the cell it doesn't make sense you know so uh, <laughs> a great episode anyway is I, I probably talked too long about that because you can just watch it and uh it's better to watch it on tv but the comic uh i think does a good job and then hmm. of course i don't want derek probably doesn't want to see this one but derek this is uh yoda issue two you did oh. issue one so yeah. i don't want to give anything away you know Cover artist, uh, a writer is uh, Kavan. What's that? Nope. Continue. Writer is uh, Kavan Scott. Artist is Nico Leon. Color artist, a color artist is uh, Dono Sanchez Alamara. Then uh, VCs Joe Kamen- Caramanga. Caramanga is uh, the letter. Thank you. And then the cover artist is uh, Phil Noto. But anyways, uh, you know, I uh, I kind of like feel you know. I don't want to give anything away, but I, I will say I, I feel like uh, the way Derek feels, do you have to pick it up? You know, no, you don't. But it's it's interesting to see. It seems like, you know, maybe it could be before Phantom Menace or after it. It's kind mm-hmm. of hard for me to tell. It still it still isn't it still isn't said. It? It, it's still uh, I couldn't really find anything in here that would give you any hint one way or the other. I but think, I, I kind of I find his story interesting. I think for the purposes of the story, they're they're thinking that the exact time is not really important. Everything's important. Yeah. I need to know. <laughs> Dario gets to know. My timeline. <laughs> I have a graph. He's he's worried about the timeline always. <laughs> always the secret timeline must endure. <laughs> But if it, if you would say would I recommend this comic? Yeah, I think I would. You know, it's uh, it seems like a pretty good story, a pretty good art, mm. uh, interesting story. You know, maybe four gems or something like that. Ooh, gems on the Infinity Gem Gauntlet, <laughs> and that's that's all I have. All right. Well, 
that's it for our reviews. So let's move on to some other things. Um, normally we would do our off the shelf review here, but uh, we're skipping that till next month because we had to revise it a little because somebody didn't get the whole premise of it and wasn't paying attention in class. Uh, so now let's let's just say something here. All he did was take a storyline that would have been collected into a trade anyway. True. Still there. That is true. <laughs> you, you and if you really wanted to, you could still do that, John. But I'm giving you the opportunity to do something else. Maybe if you want to do it further down the line, that's fine too. Whatever. We're giving you the opportunity oh. to do it the right way. <laughs> the right way. <laughs> yes, I think we should do it in the future for sure. 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 Um That'll give me a time to finish it, reading it. <laughs> I'm so behind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so let's. So since we're not doing that, let's just let's just have a chat, shall we? Um, and one of the things we wanted to discuss was this whole DC thing that's going on uh, with James Gunn being put in charge of the movies and everything and all of that and and uh, and Paul you had raised the question of basically what what kind of things do you guys think they could could or should do to kind of fix or, or kind of right themselves put them put them back on track for for the DC uh, movie universe and such. They should get all new writers. Well, end the story. All new writers. End the story. Drop the ball. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably <laughs> going. Drop the mic. <laughs> I'm sure that is probably going to be one thing that's going to happen. Uh, one thing that has happened is uh a couple of things. So of course, as I said, James Gunn is now James Gunn and. Oh, who's the other guy that's working that works with him? I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But anyway, they're now the like the We'll call him we'll call him henchman number one. <laughs> henchman number one. <laughs> um they're kind of they've kind of been hired as like the DC version version of Kevin Feige. So they're pulling everything together under the Peter Saffron is the other guy. Yes, thank you. Yep. Um, so they're pulling everything together and they've already made a few changes and things. Uh, one thing is it looks like they're not going to be continuing with the black Adam stuff. Uh, because you know, as I said, everybody hated black Adam pretty much and I still (laughs) haven't seen it. I may check it out at some point. We'll see. Um, but then another thing that doesn't mean, go ahead. It doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they can't use Black Adam or The Rock, right? No, exactly. Way down the road, no. He's sir. not going to want to do it. The Black Adam, I mean, The Rock, The Rock got kind of destined. He's not going to want to do it anymore. Shazam. Yeah, he's the the Black Adam is kind of, uh the Black Adam. The Rock is kind of considering himself done with all of that now. Um, and now there's rumors he might move on to the Marvel universe. Uh, so. Ooh. I know, right? Uh, so there's that. Uh, one thing they did do, which I'm not totally crazy about, is uh, they brought back 
Henry Cavill as Superman or DC was going to bring back Henry Cavill as Superman, but James Gunn, Gunn then decided not to have him come back as Superman, which is a little disappointing in a way, because although there weren't great it's movies... Sort of like a, yeah. What, Paul? Yeah. It was sort of like a slap in the face. Yeah, kind of, almost. He, he, was, in, he was already doing, like, The Witcher... And he kind of gave out the Witcher so he could come back and do Superman. Right. And then James Gunn out of, out of the blue say, no, we're doing it this way. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little, I mean, everybody, Henry Cavill and there is uh, uh, still on good terms with them and everything. He seems to be taking it well and not feeling like he got kind of screwed, but I don't know. It's, it's just, I mean, why couldn't, if they're going, if they're going to do like a younger version of Superman, that's fine and dandy. Why can't you do have Henry Cavill still play like an older version of Superman or yeah. a different, you know, like a different Earth Superman? Yeah, I, I liked the idea of Henry Cavill as Superman. I just he didn't get. I would like to have seen him do a good, you know, do Superman with a good script and stuff. Right. Well, at, that, no point, yeah. at no point did he pull off Clark Kent, Clark Kent at all. He's a good... He, he fits okay, Superman's yeah. physique, but his Clark Kent yeah. was non-existent to me. <laughs> I can, okay, I get that, yeah. I can see where you're coming from. All right. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but there's no... I mean, it's too early for me to, to have an opinion on this. I mean, who knows what they're doing. It's kind of like whoever does does Batman, they're either a good Batman or they're a good Bruce Wayne, and they can't can't be both. Mm, Let me think. I like like, uh, Christian Bale as both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah, I did Uh, too. Like Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne and Batman. (laughs) I liked him for different reasons. I thought he was goofy as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Uh, I did too. Um... The best Batman was uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's who passed away last year. Very sad. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, speaking of Batman, I just saw that Matt Reeves is now hard at work on the Batman 2 script. So, right. But that's not the... Uh, they, just, they already established that the Batman is going to be in its own universe. And that's the way it should be. That character should be on his own. If they do the other Joker, it should be on its own. Right. So, I don't think they should do a connected cinematic universe at all. I think they should just make good movies and just be done with it. Yeah, that would. I could see that. That would be a good direction to go in. I mean, I feel like Marvel's already suffering from cinematic universe fatigue. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you guys like to see in the next Batman movie then? The Matt Reeves one? Mm-hmm. Not the man bat. Mm. Yeah, it's man, bat. man bat would be cool. Um, honestly, in my, in my opinion, one of the one of the underused characters would be Zaz. Oh yeah, and somebody else. But like Zaz is a basically just a mass murderer. He carves numbers into himself when he kills people. Right. So that could be like done like seven, I think. Like Batman goes after. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think? But they kind of they kind of can... they kind of did that with Riddler. Yeah, they kind of did. Do you think Zaz is enough to hold his own movie? 
No, it would have to be Zaz and somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I would like, I mean, the reason why I said man bat. I would like to see that. Think of the aerial fights they would have. Yeah. The only reason why I wouldn't say they would use man bat is I feel like that they're keeping this Batman really grounded. Mm. And and right right now, who knows? Yeah, but right. But later on down the line, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, possibly. I'd love to see bookworm used. <laughs> what's, he, what's he gonna do? Well, there's man bat. I'm not. Mm. I'm. I'm staying grounded. Not my job. Go King get. Tom. Go get. Go get the big blue boy scout. <laughs> That's his turf. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I them. Mean, your name is Batman. I wouldn't mind them see, seeing them doing a better Mister Freeze. Right. Because you know, Arnold. They gotta do a better Mister. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you no. know, he was perhaps not the best, Mister Freeze. Um, you might mm. say that. You know. That is one of the best Batman movies ever produced. It is a, <laughs> it is a gem in the Batman cinematic universe. <laughs> Will you uh. shut up. <laughs> yeah, really. Batman <laughs> <laughs> and Robin have ice skates built into their boots. Uh, that, it was that. That was the Come moment on. right then they, when the skates came out. Where, where I just down I was ship. like, oh, I've never walked out of a movie before, but I was very tempted to at that moment. I mean, as a credit card, ching. <laughs> Don't leave the back cave without it. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, jeez. With some for Mr. Freeze, how do you feel about um, Michael Rosenbaum now that he's all older? The guy who played Lex Luthor in the Smallville? Yeah. I, I could do it. Yeah, he could do it. He's got a bald head. I haven't seen him lately. Or, um, but, uh, eh. he, has a, he has a podcast. He does. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Hmm. He interviews a lot of celebrities and stuff. Um, well, the guy, since, since you're not doing the X-Men anytime soon, how about uh, that McAvoy? James McAvoy? Yeah. He's the guy that played Professor X, right? Yep. As Mr. Freeze? I don't think so. Paul, are you just thinking of actors that you've seen bald? No. <laughs> Patrick what about Stewart? Sir, Patrick what about <laughs> I mean, Stewart. Patrick Stewart, yeah. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I see him bald. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd be great, yeah. <laughs> sure, he'd be Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean's bald. Mr. Clean. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bud's bald. Erica, are you going to be okay? <laughs> Eventually. Uh, all right so (laughs) honestly i have to say the one thing about the new about more batman stuff is i i'd kind of as much as i love the character i'd kind of like to see them take a break on the joker yeah i agree yeah yeah i mean you know it's overkill i wish they take a break about batman i think I hate to say it, but having a, having the Joker be the primary villain in a Batman movie is like rewatching a, a hero's origin story again. Yes, I yeah. agree yeah. Right? completely. We're past that. At this yes, point. we don't even yeah. talk with origin stories anymore. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Yeah, no more of that. Right? Yeah. So he needs a new new villain on screen. 
Yeah, and because he's got so many good ones to choose from. Yeah, like uh, Christian like- Bale's second one with a Bane. I thought it was pretty good, but I felt like the movie was a little too long. I don't know. That was a third. Oh, Bane one. was in the third one. The third, in the one. third one. Oh, the second one was Joker, which everybody I thinks is Vampire Strikes Back in the trilogy, which is great because it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to see them like a Hugo Strange. Yeah, that'd be cool too. That's another ball guy. I think we're on a kick right now, right? <laughs> well, that could also be interesting, but I think he's another one that you'd have to do. You'd have to pair him up with another villain. I mean, he did. I mean, if you look back, he had when he first started. He had he had like those monster men. Mm-hmm. Oh that yeah. Right, right. Hugo Strange could be really good because he basically would manipulate everybody, mm. right? And he would make Batman doubt himself, and then yep. he would basically try and take over as Batman. So he would just, you know, I think that would be great. Hugo Strange could be really good, especially on his own. Yep. Mm. He could. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Hmm. Nice. Nice. But we got we got Shazam coming up. We have Aquaman coming up. We know those are going to happen no matter what. Wonder uh, Woman's been put on indefinite hold or canceled, yeah. Yeah. and man's done. Oh, so the Batman movie and the new Joker movie, those are still going to happen. Right. Who's um, excited about a Joker musical? Uh, just shoot me now. Um, <laughs> it could be really good. It could be really bad. It could, it'll probably be really bad. So have you guys see, heard the rumor uh, about... I don't know if it's a rumor. It, I think it's still a rumor, yes. It's never been confirmed. But that James Gunn would take Jason Momoa off of Aquaman and <laughs> have him be uh, <laughs> Lobo. I'm, st- I'm not seeing anywhere anywhere that being said by him. I've only heard other people tell me that. Yeah, no, it's just a rumor. I don't Wait, know if, all, I don't- all they said all they said is that he was going to give give him another like a different project. Yeah. But the, I would much rather see Jason Momoa play Lobo than Aquaman again. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I definitely agree. So speaking of things That's that are, I don't like it. Yeah. Speaking of things that are upcoming, let's get into some of the good stuff coming out this year. Now that we are officially in 2023. Uh, is there any good comic book stuff you guys are looking forward to? Have you guys seen the, I know this is, a movie, but have you seen the new trailer for Ant Man Quantumania? Yes. No. Yeah. How is no. it? They show Modoc. Yes. So I, I wanted yeah. to bring that up. Thoughts. What are your thoughts That's on the Modoc? I think Modoc's one of the dumbest characters in the Marvel Universe, and I don't know why he's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, some people seem to really like Modoc. Big Ed. Because <laughs> he's goofy. <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings about Modoc. Sometimes he's okay, sometimes he's just too weird. I honestly never ever 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 thought that they would bring Modoc into the MCU ever. Remember all the times when you were a kid and you went into the comic shop and he grabbed the comic and you were like, "Oh my god! <laughs> Modoc's in this issue." So excited. Um <laughs> yeah, no. Never. No, no. no. <laughs> But did you get a good look at how he looks in the trailer? Yeah, I don't like the way he looks. I mean, he should. I don't know. It just it, it'll probably be fine. It'll probably be fine. I yeah. didn't like. I didn't 
like Namor's ankle wings when I saw the trailer for Black Panther, and he was awesome. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be weird either way. I just have to wait and see. But um, Kang, on the other hand, looks amazing. Uh, yes. I like how they did the scars on his face to kind of represent those lines on yes. his mask. Yep. I know that's pretty yeah. cool. Um. So th- that's actually coming out next month. So we're we're about ready to. F- finally officially jump into phase five of the mcu and it's going to be all about it's gonna be big. i don't think i don't think this is going to be like a lighthearted adventure with ant-man i think this is going to be big i agree like giant man big <laughs> sorry oh <laughs> <laughs> wow i know this seems like this seems like a whole new level for ant-man and since it's like really fully introducing Kang, um, I think it is, it's going to be something a little more. So according to this list, we got Ant-Man and, Quant- Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, mm-hmm. and then after that, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, yeah. then the Marvels, then Captain America New World Order, then Thunderbolts and Blade. Yeah. Ooh. Although, last I heard, they were still having issues with the Blade movie. That's fine. The Blade movie's not scheduled to come out until like 2028 anyway, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, well, maybe not to fire off, but at least two years. Well, I'm looking forward to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, but... Yeah, me too. I mean, that two, Christmas special was amazing. Yeah, yeah. The first two were very good, so I'm hoping the third one is good as well. Did you see the holiday special, John? I did, yes. Yeah, that was pretty I think good. we reviewed it last Oh yeah, last, I think yeah, uh, episode, I think you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that was really good. So I'm uh, I'm pretty much looking I'm looking forward to it. The second one I'll watch it every year. The Christmas special. Nice. Mm-hmm. The second the second movie was good, but <laughs> not as good, I thought. But I think this third one's gonna be pretty good. I hope so. Uh that one I've seen it the other few people that I, like I just hope they do. I just hope they do a good job with Adam Warlock. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I hope so too. But I feel like it's gonna be terrible. Mm, I know. I'm a little concerned. Um, oh, interesting. Um, the latest issue of Empire Magazine has uh, has a Marvel cover and says "Meet Kang." So <laughs> check that out, kids, if you want to learn more about Kang. <laughs> Um, how, how are you guys feeling about the Marvels? The Marvels will be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be just fine. It'll be just fine. <laughs> I don't know. What, so how, how is it going to be, Dario? <laughs> It'll be just fine. <laughs> just fine. Everything's fine. Everything's all right. <laughs> I, I'm not excited about it, but I'll probably see it. We'll see. We'll see. I'm more, yeah, excited, more excited about watching the Secret Invasion. TV show. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the one with, with uh, Samuel Jackson. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when is that the Marvels looks, coming out? Interesting. Um, the middle of the summer, I think. And then the, uh, is it connected to the yes uh, TV show? Yes, it's going to have okay. Miss Marvel. Yeah, because it. at the end, of, at the end of the Miss Marvel, at the end of the Miss Marvel miniseries, she teleported away, and Carol Danvers appeared in her place. Yeah. Uh. Did you watch? It's almost that as if she had smashed the quantum bands. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, it's the Ms. Marvel series, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it. No, it was it was Is actually it pretty decent. It was better than I thought it was going to yeah. be. It was no Moon Knight, but it especially was if it's going to be, yeah, Moon Knight might have been one of the better Marvel TV shows. Yeah, yeah, it was my opinion. And mm. I hate yeah, to say it, it, but it was almost it was almost really good that it wasn't deeply involved with the MCU. So it kind of kept itself mm-hmm. a little separate. It's a part of the MCU, but mm-hmm. it kept itself in its own little corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we're getting we're gonna get season two of the What If cartoon. Um. I don't know. Season one, I wasn't that crazy about for some reason. It just didn't work I mean, for me. A couple a couple of the episodes were pretty good. Yeah. The yeah. Zombie one was good. Mm, I didn't like the zombie but one. Doctor Strange. I I never finished. I, I started the first episode and I never finished all the way through. Yeah, you ain't missing much. They're good. You can watch them all you like. Yeah. I mean, not, you're not going to be like chomping at the bit to watch them all one night, but I, I think you'll enjoy mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have to uh, review those. Same. The last couple Marvel. episodes are really good too because it, it, it actually kind of ties up everything. Mm. There are a bunch of kind of one shot stories, but at the end, it ties everything all up. Yeah. Oh, okay. The. Uh, the Marvels, by the way, comes out July twenty eighth. Oh, okay. Um, oh, is that what's, last, what's the last movie of this year? Then the last movie of this year yeah. is Captain America. The Marvel? No, yeah, just uh, no. Captain America comes out next. Comes out in May of twenty twenty four. There should be a fourth movie for a year. I don't see it. I don't see. I thought there was Ant-Man, two, but I don't Guardians see the Galaxy. Because we have uh, Ant Man comes out February, Guardians comes out May, Marvels comes out July. I don't see anything else here. Maybe Spider Man. Maybe Quantumania. It won't be Spider Man. But unless you're talking about unless you're talking about the uh, the animated movie. Yeah, yeah, but that's only Sony. Craven the Hunter. That's still Sony. That's Sony, and I don't want to talk about it. That's what so about when? Uh, when's the Fantastic Four do? That ain't never. That's not. They don't even ask people yet. That's not until twenty twenty five, I think. Maybe twenty twenty four. Yeah, it looks like that's it. They don't have anything in the fall coming out <laughs> movie wise. That's a surprise. Maybe a surprise this one this year or something. I did, I did, season two. And- I did hear they wanted to cut back on the amount of movies released because of the. You know the fatigue and everything, so we'll see. So maybe that'll you know if nothing comes out in the fall, people will be like, "I want a Marvel movie." Um, <laughs> of course, as you say, we have the Secret Invasion that's coming out this year. Uh, oh yeah, we're supposed to get the Echo series based on on the character Echo from the Hawkeye series. Uh, I'm thinking I'm more interested in that to see if to see Kingpin actually. Maybe Daredevil will show up in that one too. Maybe, maybe. Um, then we get season two. So, of, in, in, hmm? in grim and in, in grim news, we're not ever going to see uh, the original Hawkeye appear again in in shows. At least not too good. Yeah, because his legs. All, he might he might lose his leg. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no. He's definitely yeah. going to walk right for a long time. And yeah. They said he might actually lose like. You know, love him or hate him, I hope 
I hope you know. I hope for the best for Jeremy Renner. I hope. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Think, I mean, I just. Uh, I don't think the guy's ever done anything like wrong in real life. He's an okay actor. Mm. Yeah. I hate to see something like that happen anyway. I don't know. No, that's pretty bad. Uh, then we have season two of Loki coming, which I'm interested to see where they go from here with season two. Mm. Uh, then we have the Ironheart series, which, eh, not really. Vision. I don't really care about. Um, oh, yeah, they're continuing the X-Men cartoon. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. We have. Yeah, <coughs> X-Men 97. Yeah. Then we have the Agatha Coven of Chaos, which I'm I'm a little interested <laughs> in just to see what they do with it. Right, yeah. Derek, are you seeing it? I see it. Yes. <laughs> and then that's that's the, that's the big stuff for Marvel in 2023. Um, a couple other things here. Just this, just in. Um, it looks like where is? It? If you're gonna do something like this, just in, you need like a. Hold on, just one moment. This just in. Breaking news! Breaking news! Where's my? Oh, there we go. Um, so I think we've talked about the Vision Quest, which is the uh, Disney Plus series coming on on Vision. Have we discussed that? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, according to sources here, uh, Disney the Disney Vision Quest Disney Plus series will reportedly introduce Vision's daughter, Valve, and will set up the Young Avengers. Oh, well, that'd be cool. Mm. It's pretty obvious that's where we're going with this all along. I know. Yeah. And we already have a large percentage of the Young Avengers in the MCU now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, we haven't seen Hulkling, right? Um, we still have Secret Invasion to happen. Yes, exactly. He's a scroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen we've seen Scar, who is Hulk's son. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that, yeah. but yeah, from, from the She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we so Young Avengers. We've seen Patriot, sort of, mostly. Yeah, we got everybody. We got Patriot. We got Ironheart. We've yep. got uh, uh, the Scarlet and Witch's kids. Yeah, which uh, one? Yeah, no, Wiccan. Wiccan, yeah. and then. And then we have Hawkeye, and yeah, then we have Kate Bishop, yeah. And then we have everybody. We have so many uh, Miss Marvel. We have so many characters now. Oh yeah, we Wait, whoa, whoa! Did Thor have a daughter? Who? Yes, sort of. Oh yeah, Thor's got a daughter. It's love. It's not really his daughter, but I guess if you want to say it. So. Uh, so is there any anything actually in the comic book world that you're looking forward to this year? On the on the DC side, they're bringing back. Um, I think in April or May, um, it'll be a Batman title. It's going to be uh, Brave and the Bold. Hmm, oh, really? There's a lot of stuff coming out that, I, that I'm going to want to read, but there's nothing that's that is. I'm chomping at the bit to read. Mm. Um, I am. I miss. I miss Brave and the Bold. Yeah, yeah. Be good. I mean, if it comes, but, it's not good. You're going to be like, yeah, Brave and the I know. Is it going to be the same Brave and Bold, Brave and the Bold, or is it going to be some new version that they? Well, one you ain't gonna have to stay 
had the same goddamn series <laughs> because Jim Apparel's dead. Mm. So, yeah, you're going to have to get a new freaking artist. <laughs> if they can write good stories, then you get a plus. Yeah, but uh, as long as they do the same, the same type of stories... Right, they'll be like they'll be like one-offs. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I was yeah, I was like that. <laughs> um, what, are, what about these gifts? Is there? <laughs> oh yeah. What are we gonna do about that? Uh, is there? Any, open this uh, thing. Yeah, is, why don't you guys open them before we do yeah, that? Get up and open up the gift. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that last. So, is there anything else we want to talk about before Derek we is open the, for the last minute? Paul got got um, Christmas presents for Dario and me, and he kind of screwed over John, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck John! No, no. I'm like I'm like song. the uh, sidekick. Sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just just pick up this Perhaps. This is before John even showed up, okay? So this isn't John's fault. <laughs> Nobody's Thanks, saying it's Paul. John's he, fault. We're yeah. saying it's your fault. <laughs> he can just sit back he can just sit back and, and he can sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah, I'm a little scared. Uh, at least John, just take a look. <laughs> I know, I see. I'm a little scared. <laughs> All right. So let's open Dirk's up looks exactly the same. Yeah, see? Oh jeez. I think I know what it is. I know what I know what it is, but I don't know <laughs> what it is. All right. I think I know what it is. <laughs> Ready, Dario? Let's open right. these suckers. Ready. That's the sound of us opening. This is great podcasting, by the way. Wow. This, this is the bottom of the box. Great. Like, uh, can't see what it is yet. You wrap it up that end. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> oh, you both got the same thing. It is a Funko <laughs> Pop. It is a Funko Pop. It's a gingerbread Aquaman. Of the gingerbread Aquaman. Thanks, This Paul. is my absolute favorite thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> hey, Fabio. Yes. Hey, I want to see that. In your case, in that case over there, I want it in the case of the of the <laughs> awesome toys. Oh, Dario's getting up. He's he's got to put it in the case right now. <clears throat> he can't help himself. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do Paul's favorite move with this, and I'm gonna throw it over my shoulder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> I got this. What? Ooh, what's that? It's Star Wars. It's I yeah. can't see what that is. What is that? Is it Ooh or what is that? Is it Denga? No. It's me. Oh, you got one of those selfie toys? That's <laughs> yes. It's only You're okay. a Mandalorian. Yeah, it's only it's only okay, but it's supposed to be me. It, your hair's a little White, yeah, it is. Not that I tried white. to get it. I tried to get it like uh, put it like, back in. Hey, put it back in the thing, hey, in the in the picture light. Is that the official Hasbro selfie series toy? All right, That's mm-hmm. there you mm-hmm. go. Very nice, very nice. 
I haven't gotten one because they're a little expensive. I decided. I decided if I was a Star Wars, I'd be Dengar, wrapped in bandages. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dengar, nice wrapped in bandages. Always has a head wound. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cover yourself in toilet paper. Hey, it, be- it beats. It beats being a being a gonk droid. Hey, hey, hey! Now, hey, hey! It's okay. You don't have to be like that. Nothing wrong with a little gonk droid every now and then. <laughs> Actually, the gonk droid you got me from your trip to Disney is my favorite toy. That's Gingerbread Man's my second favorite toy now. <laughs> All right. Um, that was that was those Gingerbread Men were were for that freaking. Aquaman comment you made like two months ago. I hundred percent thought that was gonna be Nightwing. <laughs> when I opened it up, I was like, "It's gonna be Nightwing." I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, it's no giant size man thing. His but birthday it'll coming do. up next month. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you guys would like to bring up before we sign off? Uh, no. I'm happy with my pop. Good. Enjoy it. Yes, thank you, Paul. It has very vibrant colors. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so wait before. What was the last? What's the next next month's uh, off the shelf? Is silver? Is silver surfer? You said we will discuss that uh, off air. Thanos quest, right? <laughs> so that we won't make any promises we can't keep. All right, guys. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone, and thank you all for listening. And thank you, Paul, John, and Dario for joining me on this episode. And uh, on a final note, uh, I hope everyone has a very happy and safe 2023. Uh, Let's see if we can get let's see if we can get things to improve in this weird, crazy world we live in. So, Amen. so uh, until Nightwing shaves his head to become Mr. Freeze, good night, everybody. <laughs> hey, just, just as we had pizza and cake during DD. Oh, yeah. time, uh, also, uh, happy birthday, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Happy birthday, happy birthday Paul. Paul. Thank you. Uh, yes, me too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a beautiful age. Thank you for your cooperation.